everyone. This is Florence Bremer. I'm your host of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 21 years, like basically 21 years exactly this month. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have the magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and enjoying time off. This podcast is going to discuss something that I am going through this next upcoming week and some tips I am thinking of. I'll, I'll, let, I'll report back next week and let you know how it, it went. But what I'm dealing with this week is I have zero staff. Um, my office is, is very little. We get a tremendous amount of work done um, in, with, in our little office. Like Sometimes I am amazed at how much that goes out the door, how many phone calls we return, how many emails we return. The amount of work is just flabbergasting sometimes where I just think, oh my gosh, like we worked on, you know, 60 cases this week, you know, in different perspectives and just get a ton of work done. And a lot of this is due to my staff. And I've talked about my staff before. I have an associate attorney who's worked with me for, I think, about 18 years. Like, she's literally been with me almost since the beginning. I was in practice for a couple of years when she came on, and um, we've worked together ever since, and she's great. And then I have my legal assistant who's worked with me for about five years, I think. And she's someone I've known forever because it's my sister-in-law. I've known her since I was 15 and she was 14 when I met my husband. So um, like I said, we get a ton of work done. And this whole upcoming week, neither of them are, are going to be in. Uh, my associate attorney is taking a week off for vacation. And then my legal assistant is still recovering from a surgery. So why this is overlapping is um, my legal assistant had asked for part of this week off anyways because her kids were off of school, and then it turns out she has a bigger event to take care of, so she asked to take the whole week off on vacation. So of course, you know, of course, like she needs the time off. And um, then my legal assistant was supposed to be back, I'm, I'm sort of losing track of time of when she had the surgery, but I think at this point it's been about three and a half weeks. They told her that she would be back to work in about two or three days. I am no medical expert, but when she was signed up for this, I said, I don't think so. Like, I don't think I'm going to see you, um, you know, the she had a surgery on a Monday. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to, or oh, sorry, a Wednesday. Like, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to see you Monday. I think it's you're probably going to need the whole other week off. And now it's been about three and a half weeks and she had some additional complications and it looks like she won't be able to come in this week as well. So what am, what am I going to do? In five years, I have not been alone in the office um, 
in that amount of time. Before Renee came on, my associate and uh, Renee is the legal assistant. My associate and I did all the work. Like we did all the mailings. We um, did all the copies. And since Renee's gotten there, we've really started to rely on her for other things. And as I said in some previous podcasts, we are at the busiest we've ever been. Literally the busiest with the whole pandemic. Like I cannot believe it. We have new clients coming in almost on a daily basis. And that's something at some point I'm going to have to figure out is do I... um, keep taking on new clients or do I let it lie for a little bit but I also have sort of a I don't know you know a kind of a like if somebody comes to me and they need help and they're willing to do what it takes to be a client of the firm and I'm not in a trial at that moment that they come in I feel like I should help them (laughs) so I've probably taken on more cases than um, has been feasible, you know, it, it, it's kept me working quite a bit. And, and for that, I'm grateful. I know a lot of businesses are shuttering. And um, as I, you know, go around Phoenix, I'll see businesses with um, paper up in the windows, and the signs are gone. And you just know that they're they weren't able to make it. A lot of restaurants, a lot of service business, um, you know, gyms, things like that. So I, I do feel grateful to be continue work, working, but it is it just presents its own challenges. So this whole weekend, I, I have to tell you, it's as I'm recording this, it's Sunday afternoon, and about an hour, I'm going to my brother's house for his birthday. I feel like I've had a glorious weekend. <laughs> when I got home Friday. I got home probably about 5.30. It was just another long day, another long week. I was scheduled in meetings till about, oh, I think about 1.30. And um, I had planned to leave shortly thereafter, but I had like a laundry list of things I needed to get through. And some of it were some telephone calls that had been piling up from the last couple of days And I said to myself, I am going to return all these calls before I leave. Like that was on my action list because I knew that starting on Monday morning would be hard. And Monday morning is always its its own thing anyways. You know, people have been thinking about something for the weekend. A lot of times when I come in Monday, I already have messages from the weekend where people will have left messages for a call on Monday morning. So I'm already behind when I get in on Monday. So I didn't even want to be further behind. And so I returned all the calls. By the time I did all this, it was after five. I had a couple things that I needed to get out the door too, and got all of that done, took home my work for the weekend, and got home at 530 and felt wiped out. I said to my daughter, Lillian, Uh, she was home. I said, you know what, I need 30 minutes just to lay down. And I went upstairs and I just started watching the documentary on Netflix about the Watts family. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but it's something like the American murder next door or something like that. And that is the very tragic story about the man who killed his wife 
and two little girls, his pregnant wife and two little girls, and uh, buried them at his workplace. And it just is awful. Um, but it's a story, and for some reason I get fascinated with these stories because I always think I'm going to somehow figure it out. Like, I'm going to figure it out, and and if I keep watching it, there's going to be a different ending. You know, they'll come back. And I know it's a little bit irrational, but I'm just always hoping for that happy ending, and I know there isn't. And I'm just fascinated, too, with people who seem incredibly normal, uh, family people, and then they do something like this. And I can't figure it out. Like, where does that come from? And this guy was seemingly a pretty normal guy. He started to have an affair. But I don't know, does that mean you kill your spouse? Like, it just was awful, like awful. And there's all these little pictures of like these two little girls that are just you know, they look like two little rays of sunshine. I think they were three and four. It just is, is sad. And, and the wife just seemed like this sweet, happy lady who enjoyed being married. And it was uh, terrible. So it's definitely not a feel-good documentary. But it's something that takes my mind off of work and then makes me think about something else. It's not something positive, obviously. But like I said, I just have this thing in my head where I want to try to figure things like this out. There's no answer. Like, here's the other part of it. There's no answer to this, that you will never find an answer. Like, you can watch these, and you can wait for the end, and it never changes, and there's no answer. So um, that's what I was doing on Friday night, just to uh, clear my head a little bit from the week of work. And so um, then my husband got home a little bit later, and... We had like just a small dinner um, downstairs, and I was just ready for bed, so ready for bed. And I had had a few days, I generally go to bed at 9, um, sometimes as late as 10, but never later than 10. I had a few days this week where I either could not fall asleep or um, was working and fell asleep after 10 or 10.30. That screws me up. I need like, and this is one of my tips is stay on your sleep schedule as much as possible. So I had a few days last week where I just was off my schedule, um, getting up earlier. Um, and in fact, on Friday morning, I woke up at 430, just woke up, you know, and was like ready to go. I kind of laid there. Um, sometimes when I wake up earlier like that, I'll just kind of lay there and just try to like, decompress a little bit and let my body rest a little bit more even though I'm not sleeping and then get up and start getting ready. So Friday was just a long day getting up at 4 30 and then getting home late and so I laid down and um, watched a little bit of TV. Oh and my uh, daughter went the daughter with the baby went out for a little bit so I put her baby to bed and one thing I do when he, um, when I'm watching him is I keep him a little bit, I keep him up a little bit later than his bedtime. And, um, I took him in my room and laid him between me and my husband when we were watching the Harley Quinn birds of prey movie. And he, when he's really tired like that, he's sort of not watching it. <laughs> so I don't feel bad about 
him seeing those sorts of things. He's just kind of vegging. And, um, you know, we were just sort of talking and to him and singing to him. And then he started to get a little bit antsy and we knew it was time for bed. Like he was overtired and so laid him down. So then on Saturday morning, I got up early for my walk. I am finally, finally in the sweet spot in Arizona where we're having nice mornings. It's still hot during the day. I was just out um, about an hour ago. It's about 104 today, so it's kind of miserable. But in the morning, it's like 67, 70. It's like so delightful. So I can finally take my long Saturday walk again. So I took the baby on just like a really long walk and came back and had breakfast and and throughout the day, I just kept working because I knew this is one of my other things when you don't have staff is you have to darn well make sure that you are caught up as much as you can. And I've had some briefs that I've been carrying around with me for several weeks and I need a few days, like in an ideal world, I would just be sitting in a room and working on these or sitting in a coffee shop if that was even a thing you could do anymore or sitting in the back room of my office or even locking myself in my closet. (laughs) Sometimes I work in my closet. I know that sounds weird, Um, but I have like this little work area in there. Um, And in an ideal world, I would be spending more time on these cases. And so I'm just squeezing it in when I can. So that's kind of what Saturday was where I would pick up work and do it a little bit and then put it back down. I'll tell you something I didn't do on Saturday because I needed a break from it more than I have ever needed a break. I needed a break from emails. The emails during the pandemic are out of control. And I actually had trial, a go into court trial. And that was something else. Um, Actually had to go into court and, and, the the system for going physically into court right now isn't great. You wear a mask pretty much the whole time, but when you're speaking, you can take it off and you can't sit by your client. Your client sits in the back of the courtroom. So it was a civil trial and we would have to get up and consult. And the crazy thing is you can't sit by your client because of social distancing. But then when you go to talk to your client, you both get up and stand right next to each other anyways. And so I had a trial on Tuesday. I remember on Tuesday, not only did I have a trial, but I had probably, trying to remember exactly, I had like three or four meetings and two other hearings. The other hearings were telephonic, but it was everything crammed into one. I did not look at my email all day. When I finally got to my email, um, I looked at it about 7 p.m. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give myself a couple hours. Here's what I did. 7, 7.30. I set an alarm for an hour. I said, I'm going to go through my emails and I'm going to give myself an hour to get through today's emails. After an hour, the timer goes off. And I'm not even close, like not even close, not even halfway through. So I set another half an hour and get through. I'm getting a little closer, but still like not even close. 
and I already know that my next, the next day is already jam-packed, so I said another 30 minutes, and this was one of the nights where I ended up getting to bed after 10.30, and like, all because of email. So, um, that was sort of what I was, I needed to get away from this weekend. Tonight, like, as I said, this is Sunday night, I'm going to give it a couple more hours, I'm going to go to my brother's birthday, and when I come back, like, I'll just plow through all the emails from the weekend. That is something that um, in this business, the emails do not slow down during the weekend. I take that back. They slow down a little bit, but there's a lot of people who are also not working. So they're taking care of their personal stuff, which their personal stuff is the stuff that I'm working on with them. So I'll get emails from them that will say, hey, I was, you know, looking at this or doing this and, and this is what I thought of, or here's a bunch of documents I just found. And they can be like some pretty in intense emails that come in during the weekend. And um, quite a few emails from attorneys who are catching up and where they get back to you. And some court orders, because um, the court orders from Friday will come in on Saturday. So there can be quite a bit of emails during the weekend still. So that's what I'll do tonight. But yesterday, I just kind of would, if I had 30 minutes, um, and I was throwing in housework, like I was doing laundry, and I cleaned my bathroom. Um, so I would throw in, uh, I would grab the transcripts and throw in the laundry, grab the transcripts, set a timer for 30 minutes and, and work on them. The other thing that has also happened this week is that it's my mandatory CJA training. So in the past, we would get together um, on a Saturday during September or October and spend half a day and just go through the CLE. Well, we can't do that now. So everything is online and we have a deadline and we have to do it. So they posted it and they give a very, very short deadline. So that was another thing I would do. I would put on the videos, you know, too, when I had some extra time. So actually after Saturday, I felt a sense of accomplishment. Like I really, really felt like I got through some things and got a head start on some of my briefs. And then um, nine o'clock on Saturday, I was like done, like cooked like exhausted. So I put on a movie and was waiting for my husband. And before he even got in the room and probably five minutes into the movie starting, I was passed out. So today, Saturday, um, I cooked a big breakfast for my family and just tried to be in the moment. Although I realized I am very, very worried about this upcoming week. And have been thinking about some things. What can I do with not having any staff? So one of the things was to, um, is usually you'd plan in advance as much as possible. This was done to a certain extent, but some things are not planned because we didn't expect that my legal assistant would be gone still at this time. And I also didn't expect that my associate would be taking the whole week off. So it's sort of planning for the unexpected. Um, I've been trying to, so part of the planning in advance 
at this point, my schedule is so full for this upcoming week. I cannot take another appointment um, or anything for this week. So now I'm going to have to schedule everything for the week after or the week after that because I'm just to the hilt with with getting appointments in and trying to do the other two jobs. Um, usually what I would recommend is staggering the vacation schedules. There's nothing we can do about it, so here we are. Try to get help if you can. That's another tip. I haven't exactly figured this out because I really, really rely on the, my, the rest of my team, and it really is just the three of us. So if, if I would have planned this better, I could have maybe gotten a temp in. I have honestly, I've never used a temp. Like it just has always worked out. <laughs> so um, that's one thing. There's also services that lawyers can use where they can get some help drafting of documents. I may submit some of my projects to them. I'm not sure. I'm just really at a situation where it's all kind of come up on me very fast. So I just don't have the help available. I do have my two adult daughters who each have a baby. And they're always saying, Mom, tell us what we can do. Tell us what we can do. So I may try to see if there's some little things that I can have them do, like running an errand for the office or something like that that I need. Although what I try to do when I when I don't have my staff to help with these things, I try to coordinate the day so that if I do have some sort of errand that needs to be run, I incorporate it into the schedule somehow where I'm not backtracking as, as much as I can. So say, for example, last Tuesday, I had court, like actual physical court, and I had to also file something at another court. So I arranged it so that I hit that other court on the way home from the prior court and it worked out pretty well. <laughs> By the time I got back, I was already running a little bit behind, but it ended up in the long run working out. But everything in the afternoon was just was was crammed together. So that'll be another thing like try to get as as much help as you can. Um, let's see what else. If you have the opportunity, and this doesn't really work in the situation that I have going on now, is to um, let employees work from home. And I do allow that to a certain extent. If there is projects that can be done at home, like I'm all for it. Like You don't need to be in the office. However, there is quite a bit of work for the office that just can't be done. Like a a big project that comes up quite a bit is that we have to assemble exhibits. Well, that doesn't really work to do it at home because you have to copy them and have the exhibit separation pages. And what are you going to do? Take the big copier home? So, you know, it, if, if you have something that you can take with you, fine. I generally have projects, like for myself, I always have work that I can bring home because a lot of my work is 
appellate briefs, which is a lot of reading and research. So that's easy to take home. Like I can grab a small stack of, of transcripts or put the transcripts on my iPad and work from home. But then there's a lot of things that's like a two-line letter. I mean, what are you going to do? Take that home, write it up, and then bring it to the office and print it off. It's just quicker and easier to do it actually from the equipment that's at the office. The other thing that I think I'm going to do is um, I, I'm just going to try to do my best. And if it means that I can't get everything done, like I'm going to have to deal with the things where there's deadlines, obviously. But if it's things where, say for instance, someone calls me Tuesday and they want to come in for a consultation that week, well, first of all, I know I, I physically cannot do it. My schedule is just, it's too booked at this point. Um, but I can get them in maybe the next week. Or maybe there's a project that comes in where I'll have to, you know, like say, for example, a demand letter. And I'll have to tell the person, I can't get to your letter this week, but give me till next week and I'll get the letter drafted. So it may just be pushing some things off too, which will be another one of my coping mechanisms. So we'll see how it goes. I already tell you, it's a lot of long days. I have a few days that will start at 8 a.m. and um, 8 a.m. at the office and end about 5 p.m. at the office. And that's a little bit unusual for me recently because what I have been doing, sort of my ideal pandemic schedule, has been to work from home in the morning and then go in late morning or midday and take care of what I need to at the office. And a lot of times I'll take home a stack of messages from the end of the day that I just haven't gotten to, and I'll return those calls in the morning. Then when I get to the office in the afternoon, then there's the new set of calls. But it's been a way to try to keep up on them. Um, so this week I'm just going to have to give myself a break and see what I can do. I don't really have any referrals for movies. I still never made it to the movie theater to go see Tenant. It's been on my wish list, but we'll see. Um, I did subscribe to HBO, and I'll tell you, I'm just enjoying it quite a bit. There's some movies that I have that I have seen that I liked and wanted to see again, like Doctor Sleep and the Harley Quinn movie. And um, I've just been putting them on while I've been doing emails. So I've already seen the movies, so I haven't had to pay attention. But there's a few movies that I haven't seen that I want to see. Like there's Ford versus Ferrari. I've been trying to see this movie for a year. <laughs> it was at the theater. I kept trying to see it. I could never see it. Then it was on DVD. And um, I, I couldn't see it. And now it's on HBO. And I have HBO. Like I'm... I'm going to see this movie. Um, okay. Oh, I will tell you one movie that I've been watching a little bit of uh, here and there, but on HBO is the movie Contagion from 2011. It is eerily um, predictive of COVID-19. Like eerie. Like some of the language that's being used, how they're handling the pandemic, or I think they, they may have called it an epidemic in, in the movie, but how they're handling it, um, just some things that are very, very eerie. 
And if that upsets you, you definitely want to stay away from that movie. But it's, in a way, it's been like very fascinating to go back to see this movie 10 years and then almost see it in a way played out in front of us. Like it's, it's very, very crazy. But again, if that scares you, stay away from it. Okay. Otherwise, if you're getting ready for Halloween, HBO is great too. They have lots of fun, scary movies. I watched Devil a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. That's a movie that I really like. It's short and it's about people who are on an elevator and the devil is on the elevator with them. And it just is very suspenseful and has like a bit of a twist at the end. I, I really like it. And then it's well made. Okay. And then besides that, they had a lot of other fun, scary movies. They had Child's Play 2 and uh, Lights Out and some other ones that are on the newer side that you don't um, see on Netflix or Hulu. I was definitely getting a Netflix and Hulu fatigue. I felt like the same stuff was coming up over and over again. And nothing seems super interesting. But HBO has been fun. And I'll keep that for a couple of, couple of months and work my way through it. All right. Well, I have to tell you, I um, appreciate hearing from you. And I appreciate the emails and the messages of people just telling me what they've been up to, that they've listened to the show, that they enjoyed the tips, like, it's, it's great. So you can find the, podca the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name, and you can find me on Facebook under The Law Office. You can find me on my website, brummerlaw.com. I'm also launched on Patreon as well. And just to let you know, I did do an advertisement, did a spot in the podcast, The Film Vault, that I've talked about uh, many times. I, um, I like to think that the two co-hosts are my friends, and they were my one-time co-hosts when I was on The Film Vault back in February. And um, I was able to do a spot on their show. And if you listen to, it's the um, last episode that was released on Friday. My spot is about 50 minutes into it. I was so touched by how um, they made it so personal for me. And I'm just an advertiser for the show, but they really, really made me feel special. So I want to thank them for that as well. I'll be back next week with some more tips, and I'll let you know how this week went. Take care. Bye-bye.